This is History in the Making, The Cloud King, Cody Devine, and you're listening to Wrestling with Altitude. Welcome back to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and joining me on this episode, I've got the one, the only, Daddy Doom. Daddy, how are you doing? That sounds so weird to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love making people call me Daddy. It's delightful. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. That's great. So uh, first question out of the uh, shoot. Uh, how did you uh, get introduced into this uh, wacky world of uh, professional wrestling? Yeah, uh, so funny enough, I was living in downtown Denver, and there was a summer where they closed off um, a street and would basically have, you know, different activities and things like that. Um, and one night, I was looking out my window, and I saw that they had set up a wrestling ring Um, And I was a huge wrestling fan as a child, um, you know, coming up watching a lot of the early 90s stuff, a lot of the, you know, WCW, WWF, a little bit of ECW as well. Um, So seeing that, I was just like, ooh, what's going on down there? Um, And I, you know, I watched them set up and come to find out there is a free wrestling show. And I ran downstairs and was enjoying the show. Um, didn't really think anything of it. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't really know the promotion or anything like that. Um, but I was like, Ooh, I, you know, there's local wrestling. This is awesome. Um, and then later on, I went to a, uh, a new era show at mile high comics and I was just delighted and loved it. And I wanted to, you know, be part of it. And I was, You know, I had no idea how and if there was even an option. Um, And then later on, I had a girlfriend who actually was dating someone who was running a wrestling school and ended up meeting him and training there. Awesome. So I, mean, I want to ask you about some of these things you mentioned. Was that uh, the uh, the wrestling that was downtown? Was that the uh, the uh, ballpark collective area? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was there. I was there too. Probably, probably maybe even past each other. Didn't know it at the time. Yeah. Um. It was off of what was it? Twenty first and Larimer over by El Chirito. Yeah. Yeah. Coorsfield Union Station in the background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that was a fun one. <laughs> yeah, those those are wild, uh, wild shows, and those are do- definitely those ones that you get a lot of uh, uh, passerbys that uh, kind of you know they get the side eye, and then they kind of stop and do a little bit of a U turn and see you know want to check see what's going what's going on out there. Yeah, and I remember the crowd was loving it. 
and I, I, everyone was super involved. And I think, you know, you could tell that there were some folks there who were familiar and, and were definitely fans, but there are a lot of people that, that were definitely attracted just from the spectacle of it all. Yeah. So then you also mentioned you uh, had uh, grown up uh, with your eye on a little bit of the uh, WCW, WWF. Um, how did uh, you get introduced into that? How did you switch that on? Also, kind of maybe who were some of your favorites or things that stood out to you at, at the time when you were watching that? Yeah, so actually it was my older brother who was super into wrestling and would, you know, put wrestling moves on us and all that fun stuff. <laughs> but um, my parents would relent and pay for the pay-per-views, um, you know, WrestleMania or whatever was going on. It was, I'm not going to age myself, but it was, you know, the time where you'd have to go to like the video rental place or the, I think it was like the cable company and you'd pick up like a set top box just for pay-per-view and then mm. you'd have to return it. It was, it was those days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, who I loved, I obviously, I love The Undertaker. I love Paul Bearer. Um, my dad would do an incredible Paul Bearer impression. <laughs> <laughs> this was a lot of fun. Um, definitely uh, Bret Hart. We were super into the Hart Foundation in our household. So big fans there. And I remember there was, um, there was an event where they were giving out the the Bret Hart sunglasses. I don't know if you remember those. They were like, yeah. like real cheap though. They were like kind of like a wraparound with the elastic, elastic stapled in string. Yeah, basically <laughs> like what you'd get from the eye doctor when you'd get your pupils dilated. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's uh that's the funny. That's fantastic. Um, so what, what uh, transpired there? Uh, with you, you you mentioned that uh, you uh, found out a little bit that there was uh, the local scene and uh, got yourself uh, into the training. What was that? What was those steps? What was uh, what happened there to you know make that click? Make that yourself. I'm going to commit to this uh, and uh, see if I can uh, do this. Yeah. So I you know I spent a lot of time doing a lot of. Um powerlifting. I competed there. I'd competed in CrossFit. I was oh. very familiar with, you know, lifting and, and, and eventually after many injuries got more into bodybuilding. Um, so I, I liked the aspect of, you know, having physicality and strength and combining that with entertainment and, and character building and, and things like that. And then, you know, having that desire to, you know, do something more creative and being able to combine it with, you know, the strength training and, and the athleticism that I was trying to work on. Um, that was really what drove me. Um, and then going to the shows and recognizing, oh, okay, you know, I've seen this person before and, and clearly, you know, they're a staple and in local, you know, the local indie wrestling scene. And, mm. and I, you know, I kind of wanted to be part of that. And that's really what drove me and how I found um, the training center that I ended up going to for, for quite a while. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Um, so 
how did you find it, uh, you know, adding, you know, like you mentioned, the uh, athleticism into this? Because, um, well, of course, you know, with CrossFit, you know, you do have a lot of that, but you're, you're, you're working on, you know, with CrossFit and generally you're working on more overall fitness, not kind of, you know, steering it to a certain, uh, certain direction. But how did you find, you know, that to either help or hinder you um, doing, doing the professional wrestling? I feel like it, it really did help me be, just because, you know, having that experience with lifting and with jumping and gymnastics and and having that kind of in my wheelhouse made it a lot easier to to learn moves and, and to learn and to create move sets and to um, I guess having that already kind of took that part of it out in, in learning actual, you know, professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, and really what's been, what was the challenge for me was using that to build an, an, a character and taking that character and, and being able to tell a story and, and the acting aspect of it. I think, I think that has been I guess having that athleticism helped me to be able to focus more on, on the other pieces of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Basically. And another way to also say is you didn't have to necessarily worry about that too much because it was already um, ingrained. It was second nature as, as the, as the kind of saying, saying goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you, I wanted to also kind of backstep a little bit. Uh, you said you also did the, the bodybuilding. Um, how did you, you know, cause let's, let's admit it. You're, you're generally a little bit of a, of a smaller woman and you, somebody may be looking at you at first glance. Well, first of all, they might think that you're a, a professional wrestler just because of your appearance, <laughs> because you've got a very yeah. unique, unique appearance, but they may, I think other things, of course, too. But, uh, how did the, uh, how did your, uh, bodybuilding, um, days and things like that, uh, go? Um, did you compete in any competitions, things like that? Cause like I said, I'm just, I'm just kind of curious because, you know, like I said, generally you are a little bit of a, of a, a smaller woman, um, you know, com- compared to, you know, say like a, uh, <laughs> say like, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, like a Nyla Rose, for example, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. You know, get in where you fit in really. Uh, so yeah, I think, you know, bodybuilding, there's, there's a range, there's, there's, uh, different classes really. Right. Um, and you know, you have everything from like bikinis, you know, all the way to like figure and beyond. Yeah. Um, and I think my fo- my focus was bikini and getting to that level of leanness. Mm. I didn't compete. I used it mostly just to jump right into like fitness modeling. Okay. Um, so that was kind of my focus at the time. I'd already had the background of building the strength and building the muscle. It was more of just a matter of you know getting to that level of leanness so the muscles really show more. Um, and even then, I wasn't my strongest um just being that lean you you sacrifice a lot of mm-hmm. muscle mass and strength and and all of that good stuff um but you know it looks good on pictures it looks good in video so you got to make that trade off right. um and yeah i definitely you know i don't have the the look of of the you know more built larger taller wrestlers and and i 
I think that I provide <laughs> more of, um, you know, just a different look, a yeah. different speed, different movements that that maybe you wouldn't get depending on the build of depending on your build really right yeah totally totally understandable uh so getting um kind of going a little bit forward now getting into the training what uh was it that uh maybe surprised you that uh either was you know similar to what you thought of how things were going to be and maybe even a little bit different of uh doing the actual professional wrestling training yeah i <laughs> I wasn't prepared for the bumps, I must say. <laughs> um, I remember after my tryout, I was just done for like a week. I couldn't do much because I was so sore from doing, from learning bumps, doing them over and over. Um, you know, if you if you land wrong, it can really mess you up for a while, and and definitely that level of soreness is very unique and you're not going to get that from anything else beyond actual professional wrestling training. Right. So I, um, that was, that was very eye opening for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was, what about anything, um, similar of how you, how it went for you that you thought it was going to be like? Um, that is a good question, actually. Yeah. I guess, you know, I didn't really go into it with any expectations. I wanted to just go in with, like, you know, a completely clean slate, very open mind. I just wanted to be a sponge to learn. Um, so everything was new. Everything was a surprise. The ability to do a lot of a lot of things um, was was kind of nice, but, you know, being able to 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 jump certain heights and to have the strength to do certain movements. Um, that was, that was actually more of a pleasant surprise. Um, and I really didn't think, you know, Oh, this is exactly how I thought it would be. It was, it was all just very much a learning experience. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, definitely can see that. Uh, how, how long was it, uh, from the time you stepped into that very first, uh, training class to, uh, getting your uh, first match? I think it was, gosh, it was a matter of months. It was, you know, a few months I had kind of, um, slowly, exposed myself or was exposed, um, you know, as, as kind of a mouthpiece and, and more as, I guess, like a, like a valet type of role. Right. Um, and just getting kind of comfortable with getting in the ring, having that awareness, being, um, conscious of cameras and the crowd and, um, having that and then building my skills on top of that. I think it was a matter of, well, I want to say around like four, four months or so before my first match and uh, my first like official match at uh, Respect Women's Wrestling. I, yeah. So yeah, I, I think it was a few months. Yeah. So yeah, like you, like you kind of mentioned, uh, soaking up in that environment. Like you said, with the with the cameras and the the atmosphere, the the audience, uh, you know everything else. Like you said, in a valet role of you know just uh, being around, you know participating, being a part of the match, not necessarily uh, combatant in a match, but just being like I said in that environment. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, kind of looking on it now, 
Do you think that's a, a it's a, a possibly a, a a great thing to uh, you know be like I said soak soak that in before before getting your um, before getting your first match or do you think it maybe is just more of a uh, kind of a individual piece you know what fits for one person may not fit for another but um, like for you do you think it was a very beneficial for 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 your wrestling career? I think so. Um, I think it going in and, and having that experience in the ring without actually wrestling, it helped me to really develop my character and develop my voice, my movements and, and kind of how I wanted to present myself at that time. Yeah. Without having that, I think I would just be a little more lost and it, it would be, a you know, it would take more time to really develop a character and, and being able to just do that prior to actually wrestling was super helpful for me. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally understandable. And speaking of character, where does Daddy Doom come from? <laughs> what, what inspires Daddy Doom? <laughs> oh, so many things inspire Daddy Doom. Um, so Daddy Doom is kind of a mixture of a few characters that I love um, I would say a good mix of Catwoman from Batman, mm-hmm. um, along with M. Bison from Street Fighter. I I kind of took these these characters and and those energies and and poured them into Daddy Doom. And so, just being that kind of you know commanding, playful, uh, obviously dominant kind of character. I feel like it gives me a lot more freedom um, and I can do a lot more with it. I can be as serious as I want to be. I can be as funny as I want to be. And I don't really have to limit myself. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally understandable. And it, and it, uh, it, it seems like to me too is it can be very flexible depending on the particular uh, promotion that you may be working that particular day and, and even specifically all the way down to uh, the match and your opponent. Yeah, exactly. And I and I like having those options and that and not being really limited in what I can do. I mean, Daddy Doom could potentially be a face. Daddy Doom could be a heel. Daddy Doom could be over in the most conservative cities for some reason <laughs> or, you know, it, it it's cool. I'm I'm surprised at how well it's it this concept has gone over and that people appreciate it because <laughs> uh, I just kind of wanted to just do my thing and whatever happens happens. And the fact that, you know, people are digging it. I'm really cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I can, I can definitely see that. And I've, uh, I've, 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 you know, of course I have, you know, full disclosure to the listeners. I have seen you from when you, when you started to, to now and, I can definitely see that progression. So it's, it's, it's fun to see. And that's why I always implore everybody. Uh, if you're a professional wrestling fan, find out the independent wrestling in your area, because you're going to see uh, these guys and gals uh, develop and, and you can see them evolve and, and progress. And it's, it's so fun to see things like such a, you know, just right here, you know, not to put you too high on a pedestal, but uh, to see this uh, progress and see where, you know, maybe the next steps are. But speaking of that, uh, so far in your wrestling career, who have been some of the uh, favorite people that you've uh, been able to uh, get into that ring and work with? Well, I have primarily worked with Heidi Howitzer, 
who is, I, someone asked me, you know, is, are you friends? Are you, what's, what's the deal? Are you training partners? Are you friends? And I just said, we're mortal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> mortal frenemies might be better, but um, I think coming up with Heidi in training and, and doing so many matches together, um, you know, I can't help but, but appreciate her and, and, what we've been able to do together in the ring, out of the ring. It's, it's a yeah. good dynamic. And, and I think having that, um, that kind of camaraderie and closeness and love really opens up what we're able to do. Um, and so I do enjoy that. I've also enjoyed working with some of the guys. Um, I, did work a match at respect against Cody divine and his, um, masked friend. (laughs) And, and I, that was one of my favorite matches just because it really put me out of my comfort zone. And I was able to try a lot of different moves and really tell a story in that, in that ring and with that match. So, you know, I, I'm still just learning and I'm still welcoming all of those opportunities and all of those experiences with with new folks so i'm out here book me (laughs) (laughs) i want to ask you uh because me outside looking in because i know both you and heidi very well uh to me it looks like you guys have you you mentioned frenemies so i want to also piggyback on that i i also look like it looks like to me looking in like outside looking in it looks like you guys have like a competitive nature that you guys are actually pushing each other to make each other better yeah, and I and I think that's necessary. I mean, yeah. like you were saying, like that that growth in in the independent wrestling scene. If you you know if you aren't working with other people or if you're not striving for for something, then you're going to be stagnant. And I think having that those kinds of I guess you know that those outlooks, those goals, and and having that with people that you work and train with it's so awesome and it and all it does is just help you grow and become better and kind of having that competitive nature and and being able to play you know to each other's strengths really just helps us out yeah yeah so so true uh what about the uh what about the future uh you know your your career is just you know taking off here but do you have a couple people on on your list that you want to get into the ring with Oh yeah, that's a very good question. And, and this you know, could, this could be anywhere, anyhow, any um, you know, you you name it, wherever they're at. Uh, you know, you know, of course, you you got time, you got time on your side. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I don't really. There's not really like a specific name. Um, I really want to work with anyone who can, again, just keep pushing me and allowing me to build on my move set and just try different things. I think anybody that is willing to, you know, work with that like high flying side of me, I would appreciate a lot. So if you know of anyone or can make (laughs) any, (laughs) any uh, recommendations, let me know. But yeah, I'm really an open book. I just, I want to work with people that'll push me and who I can make look really good and who can make me look really good. I, I really love that uh, that thought, uh, you know, uh, th- that you're putting that out there to to any future opponents that, you know, I want to be pushed. So I mean, you wouldn't be Daddy Doom if you didn't want to be pushed, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
Speaking of uh, kind of fun and uh, new interesting things, uh, recently you uh, debuted at uh, Lucha Libre and Laughs, and that's always a you know one of the most unique experiences I think a wrestler can work in, having it be a comedy show mixed with wrestling or a wrestling show mixed with comedy, depending on the reason why you're there. Uh, how did that uh, go for you, and uh, specifically the commentary, the running commentary over your match? Did you hear any of it, or...? Or how did it go for you? <laughs> no, um, I still haven't heard it. I can only imagine what they said. I'm sure I gave them a lot of material. So um, <laughs> <laughs> really looking forward to that. Um, and and I, lo- I love the guys that do commentary for Lucha Libre Laughs. Um, Nathan and Sam are awesome and crack me up. So I appreciate whatever, whatever horrific things or <laughs> hilarious things they had to say. Um and I'm I'm really I'm a huge stand up comedy fan and I'm really familiar with like the local stand up comedy scene. So having that combined with, you know, the local wrestling scene, it's awesome to me. And it was such an honor to get to do that show and to debut. I really appreciated doing that show with Heidi mm-hmm. and Lola and, and creating, you know, the absurd things that we did. <laughs> And I think that I think the audience enjoyed it. I mean, I don't see how they couldn't have because it was so <laughs> it was so insane and funny. And and I like being able to do you know funny things. I don't really want to take myself too seriously. Um, yeah. You know, Daddy Doom is so many things, and being able to find humor in anything is awesome for me. So yeah, I. I loved it. I love that show and the crowd is awesome. The energy is amazing and, and it was a lot of fun. That's great. That's fantastic. Well, and kind of, kind of maybe even leading us into it, uh, this upcoming, uh, Saturday, you are going to be stepping in the ring once again, uh, with, uh, with Heidi. And once again, you're making a, uh, a debut and, uh, you want to tell the, uh, listeners about that? Yes, this Saturday, September 18th at Mile High Comics, I'm making my new era wrestling debut, and I'm really excited about it because as I was saying, my first, you know, real indie show that I'd ever been to in Denver was new era at Mile High Comics, so it's kind of cool to just like be able to come full circle. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm tickled about it and I'm, I'm really excited. I'm. I'm interested to see what we, what we, um, I guess better to say, I'm interested to see how this match goes. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different things that, that could go on and, and it's, it's exciting. Yeah. Now, of course, so you, you attended, what do you think it's going to be like? Um, cause you know, this is my life comics. I've said it already on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. It's the world's largest comic book store. Uh, what do you think it's going to be like when you step in that ring and, and you're going to actually be in the ring looking around that entire warehouse and seeing all those comics? What, 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 what do you think it's going to be like for you, the, the, the wrestler, you for you as Daddy Doom looking at all that, being, being in, inside, like I said, inside those ropes instead this time? Oh, God, I'm sure it's going to just be mind-blowing and amazing, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um you know, I'm a, I'm a huge geek, so I appreciate that this is a wrestling show inside of a giant comic book warehouse. 
it was cool just to go there as a spectator mm-hmm. and they put on an amazing show. So uh, being part of it is just, Ooh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, it's just going to be a, uh, like I said, it's just a, a, an experience. If you, uh, if you ever come out to anybody, the listeners, you come out to Denver, you've got to, you've got to go into your comic book or pop culture fan of any kind. You got to go to mile high comics. It's, it's a, it's a mess must stop. And like I said, you, like you said, it's, it's an experience just to be there. Um, but you know, when getting in that ring, those wrestlers, you guys are going to, you're going to get a little higher to Superman. <laughs> People have seen pictures cause Superman's a uh, high, high atop, uh, the ring. He's off to the side a little bit, but you you do get a little closer to him. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm excited about that. And I'm, you know, I, I do have an affinity for the top rope, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll high five Superman on my way down. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic all right well uh daddy uh like i said it still sounds a little weird to say it. I, I think that might be a, a great exclamation point to put on this uh this episode here but before i do let you go uh tell the listeners if they want to follow you out there on the uh, social media the facebook the twitter the instagram the tiktok whatever you may have uh where they could do that Yes. So Twitter and Instagram, it's just at Daddy Doom, D-A-D-D-I Doom, D-O-O-M. All right. And um, do you also, if you if, if the people attend your shows, do you have uh, merch? I think I saw maybe you have shirts coming, maybe? I do. I have shirts. I actually have an online store, which you can access through either my Twitter or my Instagram. It's just daddydoom.bigcartel.com. I've got two different shirt designs. I got some stickers, some eight by tens and always trying to replenish the stock. Um, I've got, I think I think the shirts are a hit. So they (laughs) they continuously sell out and I got to keep replenishing. But yeah, definitely put an order in and shipping super fast. So get on that. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, once again, I want to thank you for uh, coming on this uh, episode this time around and uh, wish wish you good luck uh, against uh, Heidi this Saturday. And I'll be uh, seeing you, uh, of course, probably in the future as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Once again, a big, huge thank you to Daddy Doom for coming on to this episode of the Wrestling With Altitude podcast and introducing herself to all of our listeners. Check her out at this uh, upcoming Saturday at New Era Pro Wrestling's event, their 10th anniversary show at Mile High Comics over off of 4600 Jason Street. Uh, Tickets uh, can be purchased online, $10.00. Doors open at 6.30, showtime at 7. We'll get back into that once again before, uh, right after we do a quick weekend review, what I got to experience uh, this uh, past time around from the previous episode when it came to the world of uh, professional wrestling. Of course, uh, we had uh, most recently, Rocky Mountain Pro had their show from the Mile High Flea Market in uh, Henderson, Colorado it was a, a free show. If you just get attended to the uh, flea market, you got to see it was a, a fantastic show. It was a uh, fun, it was a uh, uh, not streamed out there on Rocky Mountain Pro's Twitch. So if you had to be there to see those matches, and uh, you guys missed out on a little bit, just to let you guys know. But, uh, anyways, uh, it's uh, great to uh, see that. And then working back, we also had the uh, Rocky Mountain Pro from Beerstock Lager House 
uh, in uh, Denver, Colorado. That, of course, was on uh, Twitch. And you guys, if you guys are uh, in the area, please attend those Beer Stout Lager House uh, shows. Uh, you are going to uh, miss something if you are not keeping up uh, out there on the Twitch because uh, these are being integrated into the charged episodes as they get released into the uh, YouTube and the Fight TV episodes for Rocky Mountain Bro. And then uh, I think the last time before that, the only thing I was attended was because uh, we had uh, Labor Day uh, in there. Uh, there was no shows in Labor Day that I was aware of or that I attended. So we'll just get right into what we got coming up this upcoming weekend. And we have a packed weekend. Seven shows that I'm aware of, individual shows. So let's uh, get right into them. And I want you to attend one, two, three or four of these shows if possible <laughs> i don't think you can attend all 10 four or even all seven but at least come out to one and support independent professional wrestling like i said there with the interview with uh, daddy doom so we're going to start the uh wrestling weekend off with uh primo's uh, premier pro wrestling they are having their slave to the death match uh weekend so they've got three events they've got shows on friday saturday and sunday doors friday or at 7 30 doors on saturday at 5 30 doors at 6 30 on sunday so that's the 17th 18th 19th uh bell time is going to be 30 minutes after that so uh 8 p.m 6 p.m 7 p.m retrospectively uh, and that's of course at the famous watering bowl uh in denver colorado off of leetsdale's there if you want to get uh tickets to that uh, head over to uh, primos premier pro wrestling's uh, Facebook page and you'll get all the uh, details there of well, you know how to buy tickets and the such on Saturday as well we've got two events first one uh, we will talk to you guys about we've got uh, Pika Pika's is having a uh, show and that is up in uh, uh, Louisville Colorado that's a Pika's Mexican restaurant they're having Pika's Lucha Libre and it is uh, at um, 901 Front Street in Louisville Colorado this is a free event uh, if you want to attend so come for the wrestling stay for the food and we got a recommendation from a friend of the show red viper that their tacos are excellent so uh, if you guys uh, attend this uh try the tacos they, they, they say uh that according to their website they got the best tacos margaritas and mexican food in Louisville, colorado so let's uh see if that is the case you want to get uh information more on that uh pico's uh, website is picas it's plural colorado.com so p-i-c-a-s colorado.com for that and then of course once again new era pro wrestling 10th anniversary show from mile high comics uh doors are at 6 30 showtime is at 7 the best thing to do is head over to their website at new era pro wrestling.com buy those uh tickets right there and uh with this event they are requiring that you have a vaccination to attend this show so uh just keep that in mind because they'll be uh uh asking for that and um, um masks are going to be required and there's only going to be 200 tickets to this show so uh, head over there get your tickets and so you won't get shut out also on saturday we've got renegade championship wrestling they are having their next show doors are at 5 p.m bell time at six tickets are 15 dollars each and that is at the Va mountain view core of knowledge 
in Canyon City, Colorado at 890 Field Avenue. We've got a lot of matches out there. We've got the uh, cha- Ultimate Champion, uh, Animal Sam's taking on uh, Javier Cruz, and then the Renegade Championship, the champion of Jason Dredd. He, when he was on the show, he promised that he was going to take that, and he did. Now he's defending against uh, Fonzie and Ocean Avery, as well as for the Valkyrie Championship, Daisy versus the champion versus Gypsy Mac versus Rainbow. And also scheduled to appear B-Mobile, Plex, Kid Dallas, uh, Slick, Savage Saint, uh, Outlaw is uh, scheduled to appear as the uh, CEO, and Jason Lee will be there as well. Then on uh, Sunday, I was, of course, uh, you know, Primo's Premier Wrestling is having their, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday show. Gave you all the information on that. Each, you know, one of those shows is going to be different leading up to the uh, payoff, of course, on Sunday. Then also on Sunday, uh, MXW Lucha Libre is having their show 2 p.m. at the Mercury Events Center at uh, 30.00. 06 West 72nd Avenue in Westminster, Colorado. We've got a lot of people named uh, on the card here. We've got Cyber Tiger, Malarandro, Danny Rock, and Paya Brother. Uh, Filter taking on Balaam Lynx and uh, the premier Lucha of the Night uh, and Lu- and Helux versus King Dragon, as well as many more on that. Uh, let's see, uh, VIP are $30, $20 for general admission. Uh, kids are $10. And if you need to get more information, uh, 303-915-8464 for that. All right, so there you go. That's a fun-filled weekend of uh, professional wrestling in the area. Like I said, I hope to see all of you attend at least one of these shows. Uh, before we get it, how do you hear? Let's uh, give a shout-out to the uh, Trending Topics Network for help hosting the show. If you like this show, catch other great shows on their feed, such as All Beer Inside, The Eurovision Showcase, Spanish Announce Table, and Wrestling Cheers. Want to get in contact with this show? WrestlingWithAltitude.com is the website. Podcast at WrestlingWithAltitude.com is the email address. We are on Facebook as well, of course, as Wrestling With Altitude, and Twitter of the handle of Wrestle Altitude. Help support the show, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mr. Fourth Row. You can get yourself a Wrestling With Altitude uh, shirt right there, as well as some of the other things that I do as well uh, out there in this wacky world of professional wrestling. And thank you, as always, for listening and having fun wrestling with altitude. <laughs>